I'm Sarah Gross. And I'm Sarah True. And you're listening to If We Were Riding. A triathlon-ish podcast. Grab your sock hats, fill your decanter. Friday's here. It's time for some banter. Tri-tips, life chat from two feisty pros, zoomies, arm hair, ebbs, and flows. Rides with influential women in sport. Voicemails from you, now it's in your court. Join in just to stalk raccoons. Do you like your Zwift caps and fear those loons? So unpad your bras and stop that hiding and find out what happens if we were riding. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Sarah. Can you, can you hear me? <laughs> so, Okay. <laughs> Just now, before we started recording, I was telling Sarah that last week, um, after we recorded, Lindsay, our lovely editor, Lindsay, um, heard an echo on my file, right? And I was like, oh, what's the echo? Like, is it? And she said she's hearing, like, your voice back, right? Right. On my recording. So (laughs) I thought about this. I'm like, oh, I wonder why that could be. And like, first of all, Okay, this is the part I didn't tell you yet, Sarah. Like, my headphones are so old that, like, they only work in one ear. Oh, okay. And in addition to that, I had the ear that the headphone sound comes through on on my left ear. Sorry. Um, On my left ear. And, like, currently my my left ear is blocked, like, with earwax. (laughs) Just one ear. The other ear is fine. The other ear is, like, more or less fine. But like, you know, like, have you ever got this from like swimming or whatever, like where there's just like a buildup of earwax? No, I always think swimming does the opposite. I feel like it cleans out my ears because well, I don't get earwax. Healthy functioning ears, but my ears are not healthy and functioning right now. So I don't want to like, I'm like kind of deaf in my, like I notice it like a CrossFit. I have to stand close to people like to listen to what they're saying. Like it's actually quite inconvenient, um, but I haven't. Like I tried a couple of like over the counter like earwax <laughs> solutions, but none of them really worked. <laughs> and so now it's like down to like I have to make an appointment with the doctor and go like I have earwax build up. Can you help me? And like I just have been lazy about that. So do so they just like go in there and scoop it out? There's okay, I, I know or... a couple people who have had it done. And yeah, like there is some kind of thing that they do where they like clean it. But it like dumps out, like it takes out all of it, which is also like, oh, problematic because right. it does serve a purpose. It takes like a minute to like go back to normal, but <clears throat> but at least I'd be able to hear again. Okay. I know some of our listeners are going to be grossed out or bored. <laughs> I am I am weirdly fascinated by this. Okay. One of the big questions for me is why only one ear? I don't know. If I knew I could solve the problem. I don't know. Oh, it's just oh, like, boy. oh, I can, I can hear a baby. Yeah. But Ben's got him. I hope okay. he's, okay. he's a little grumpy right now. Apparently. Just I let don't us know. know if you need to pause. It would be a good time to have double, uh, earwax buildups. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody tells me I'm not going to hear the end of this. <laughs> Actually, what I would like, I would like some listener help if anybody <laughs> has advice about how I can get rid of this without um actually going to the doctor when's the last time you swam that's my advice so it was actually okay so here's the thing it was getting better like it was like slowly but surely it does kind of like 
Okay. Whatever. And I do like clean it a little bit, like not too rough, but I do clean it with a Q-tip just a little bit to try to like gently get some <laughs> some results. Um, and it was getting better. And then I swam on Sunday. Yeah. Um, and so when I swim, it just goes back to bad. Huh. Mm-hmm. So my whole life has been built around, you know, <laughs> the idea that swimming colors on my eardrums so I don't need to clean them so now like my whole world has just exploded so Sarah I have I have another theory that's broader about okay pools and cleaning like like swimmers like or people who swim a lot in general like we have this idea that like the pool cleans us like it cleans oh no it's the pools are disgusting like, yeah. yeah i feel like cut or like same thing that's what you're saying it's like the pool cleans out my ears like well just flushes all the earwax out it does oh it flushes out um your sinuses sinuses yeah <laughs> but like that's you, so gross this is um, where we need the video of the <laughs> gesture that she was making i figured it out based on the gesture <laughs> Uh, anyway, so I'll I'll tell the I'll tell our listeners the some of the solutions I've tried. So I've tried um, hydrogen peroxide, which didn't work. Uh-huh. I've tried some over the counter thing that had hydrogen peroxide in it, which is why I just went straight for the good stuff for the second yeah. thing. And I've tried just like oh uh, olive oil, like warm olive oil. Somebody told oh, me that. Okay. Uh-huh. I feel like all of these things just made it worse because I kept putting shit in my ear and it was just like, <laughs> yeah. And I tried to get it out, but then it was like stuck with the gunk. And like now there's like, I have like olive, rancid olive oil in my ear. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> oh, yum. Oh, know, man. Amazing. So who knows how this podcast is going to turn out because <laughs> we, we might have an echoey. Well, if anybody listens past this point, Beyond weirdos like me who are like, wow, earwax buildup. This is fascinating. <laughs> okay, for anyone who's going to stick with us for the rest of the show, <laughs> here's our run list. We have a pool deck follow-up. We have a hot take on the changes with Kona, a menopause summit wrap-up, and Sarah and Sarah vent. Hey everyone, this is Dr. Lisa Ringerfield, co-founder of the Outspoken Women in Triathlon Summit. We are really excited to announce that the Outspoken Summit will be returning in 2021. This year has created an opportunity for triathletes to get back in the blocks and start to rebuild triathlon to create a more inclusive and welcoming space for all. Join us from the 12th to the 14th of November as we host a virtual summit to connect with like-minded women, center women's equity in the sport, hear from industry leaders, and develop leadership skills related to our roles in triathlon. The summit will provide a rich forum to develop strong voices, inspire others, and advocate for change in the sport we love. For more information and to sign up for the event, go to outspokensummit.com. We hope to see you there. Every day there seems to be a new wellness trend, like eat this, do this, avoid those scary things. And how do we know where to start and who to trust? Inside Tracker cuts through the noise by analyzing your blood, DNA, lifestyle, and fitness trackers. This provides you with a personalized, science-based, trackable action plan on how to live, age, and perform better. 
Inside Tracker is simpler, cheaper, and more convenient than traditional blood tests and includes tests that we need as athletes but aren't traditionally included, like ferritin and vitamin D. My favorite part is that they don't just give you the data, they provide you with nutrition and lifestyle tips to take action. So for a limited time, Inside Tracker is offering our If We Were Riding listeners 25% off their entire store. So just go to insidetracker.com forward slash riding. That's insidetracker.com forward slash riding as in if we were. Change is an inside job. Start inside. Okay, Sarah. So a couple of weeks ago, do you yeah. remember me asking how I can manage swimming and a baby. I do remember. I remember, I partially remember because um, a number of people like tagged me on social media with like the baby at the end of the pool story. Oh, nice. Um, So I went and asked the pool manager the other day. And what's funny is that one of our listeners, uh, who's a friend, came into the pool the same time that I was asking him. And she just starts laughing. She's like, oh, I know exactly what you're asking him right now, because I listened to that podcast. Uh, Did so I say it in front of him? I, as we were wrapping up our conversation, yeah. So he, so he knew that whatever he decided may be broadcast. <laughs> uh, maybe. Maybe. So I, I asked... And he's like, no way, basically not in a million years, because he said somebody recently asked and they were there as a pool. They are concerned that somebody might knock the baby into the pool, (laughs) (laughs) buckled into the car seat, and the parent won't be at that point in the pool to be able to rescue them. And I'm like, what is the probability that somebody's just going to knock the baby into the pool when they're walking by? And I'm like, that's fair. You guys have your role. I understand like liability wise, but it's just such, it seems like a pretty absurd scenario there. Based on how you told that story, it sounds like they made up a rule the week before. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Because I swear, like when the guy said to me, somebody might steal your baby. I swear he just made that up on the spot. Like, like I don't know what is more ridiculous, the idea that someone's going to knock the baby into the pool or that the baby's going to be stolen. I'm like, even if I moved the baby, like, three feet away, <laughs> where I still can see him mm-hmm. from the poolside, but nope, just in case the baby falls into the pool, that somebody hits him like hits the car seat into the pool. it's like honestly I feel <laughs> sorry like I I'm gonna go I'm gonna like go way, way too far on this but like I feel like it's shit like this it's like it's like it's systemic right it's yeah. like we just like we don't want to take any risks with babies right right and so like I get that on one hand but then on the other hand who does that affect it only affects like like nursing mothers Right? Yeah, the most right. it yeah. affects nursing mothers the most like and then it affects dads too and other parents and like whatever but like it's like come on like figure it out no one's well, gonna, I, no one's gonna totally be into the pool totally so now now i'm just wondering what kind of scenarios like if i brought the baby to the track for example like <laughs> are people is somebody gonna no he he can't be here just in case you know 
if somebody just out of the blue throws a javelin or something like <laughs> these scenarios where they're really reaching <laughs> that shot put is so dangerous I yeah mean. there's nobody out here right now but just in case, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> oh my god and those like car seats they're like they're so stable like i yes. i just want to have a game of like try to try to push the baby into the pool because i think it's pretty hard to do <laughs> that's right we'll do it with the doll <laughs> yes probably not with real babies yeah yeah but it would have, it'd have to be weighted appropriately for the game to make sense <laughs> so i didn't laugh but I just, I accept, I accepted the rule at face value. And I do realize like a different, less litigious country, 100%, I would be able to just plop the baby at the end of the pool and nobody would care. Yeah. Yeah. You probably wouldn't even ask. <laughs> yeah. You know? Right. I can't yeah. think of an example of a country where that would fly, but I'm sure uh, other, other places that'd be like, yeah, whatever, mm-hmm. do what you want. <laughs> well like in yeah or like when i was training in like spain or france like yeah for sure i wouldn't even think to ask that right right i didn't have a baby then but um <laughs> to test it out did you have a car seat <laughs> <laughs> a bucket a bucket okay wow okay well i'm sorry that's shitty. yeah it is what it is right mm-hmm. i guess at some point, I'm just going to have to wake up really early. Yeah. I yeah. Feel, I, maybe, okay, maybe our listeners have another stupid reason why they weren't allowed to take their baby to the pool. Yeah. I'd love to, like, compile a list. Me too. And then we could have, like, a full, we could have, like, a vote. <laughs> What's a the poll. dumbest reason a pool <laughs> manager has given you? <laughs> okay, cool. So this, moving on, I don't even know how to transition off of it. <laughs> you can't so i'm just gonna jump right over do it (laughs) to kona so like this week i guess last week i don't know i I don't even know what day it is um iron man made their big announcement there are several announcements in one strangely framed press release that um kona was not going to be wait kona was not going to be in february in kona it was going to be in may in st george and kona next fall in Kona and that in St. George is going to be a two-day format with the women on Thursday and the men on Saturday but some of the older men are going to go on Thursday with the women <laughs> um was there anything else I missed in the announcement I think I think you got the, the main the points of it mm-hmm. yeah oh and there were going to be equal slots for the pros right right yeah so that's a positive mm-hmm. we've got that uh you know for they're they're just trying to stay afloat and they know that if they don't have a world championship this year well i guess it's not going to be this year anyway uh but if they don't have the 2021 version in 2022 Mm -hmm. just financially it's going to be too detrimental Mm -hmm. and they know saint george they can host an event i think it's going to be interesting from the standpoint of it's going to be cooler conditions obviously mm-hmm. super different hillier um hillier yeah there's uh it's a lot cheaper to get to oh, yeah. st george so maybe there's an opportunity for more people to go to worlds who normally wouldn't um so those are the positives mm-hmm. and you know more 
more people will be able to go. Yeah. Try to think positively here. So my experience of this announcement, I mean, I, first of all, I was pissed at Kelly because she didn't give me the heads up. Usually, usually <laughs> I get like a half a day's notice and I know what's coming down the pike with that. Oh, Kelly, come yeah. on. My old podcast co-host, she can't even show a little loyalty. Um, anyway, so no, I, I was tagged on social media by a lot of people because like we finally got the equal slots, like after our whole 50 women Dakota push five years ago um, to try to get equal slots and a lot of people celebrating, um, which I, I understand. Um, but <laughs> oh, of course I have a butt. <laughs> I, I have a pretty big butt here. First of all, like I had, tr I have trouble. Um, I have trouble celebrating something that should already be there anyway. Yeah. Right. That's like, great. You did the right thing. Like, okay. Right. You know, that's fine. Like, I'm not, I don't feel like I need to thank anyone Yeah. <laughs> or like, you know, um, and then the other thing is, it's like, I'm a little bit like, oh, great. Like you did it when it made business sense to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. And, and right? I know, like, I, you know, I know I've been part of this conversation for long enough and I know Andrew a little bit, like, so I have enough of an insight to realize that like the sticking point for Andrew Messick on the, on the equal slots is that he was afraid that if he gave equal slots to the female pros, that the female age groupers were going to want equal slots. Mm -hmm. There's only so much room in Kona for that mm -hmm. race. And he didn't want to piss off his main um, customers, I suppose, which are the age group men, because there's way more of them. Yep. Right. Um, I would say that's a bit of a like, chicken and egg situation <laughs> um that's like sort of self-created by iron man you know totally yeah um if you see what i mean but uh like from a business perspective then having the two days right suddenly allows for like suddenly allows for more age group women to compete at the world championships yeah and so now that fear that like what was going to happen with Kona and this and that is suddenly like mitigated a little bit. Um, and that's when he allows 50 women. <laughs> right. So they're sites cause they're making more money and <laughs> no, honestly, yeah, totally. uh, they're and they're business, going, though, like, they're going to try to package it like this great feminist, you know, move equality for female athletes. Yeah. Rah, rah. BS. And let's <laughs> totally. be honest. Totally. It's just a way for them to make more money. <laughs> and the it's going to feel pretty anticlimactic for us to, for women to race on Thursday with the older men. And then the men race a few days later. Because what happens is that people won't be out in course in the same way. Yeah. Just the, the energy level is different. You know, spectators unfortunately choose the day when the men race most uh, a lot of the time like we've seen it in t tv coverage time after time again where it just you don't get the same turnout and that was the beauty of having everybody race at the same time yeah is that we felt equally supported so yes. meh and i would yeah totally i would also say that unless the following year you're going to swap it so the women are on the saturday mm. and the men are on the thursday you haven't created equality at all yeah. Like for some of the reasons you just said, like, because like the day that the, a race originally was on the Saturday feels like the anchor, you know, like that's the historical day of the quote unquote real race, right? Like throwing another race in on Thursday, like for the women doesn't feel like put the women on Saturday next year. Well, 
And then you're asking the women to stay on a few days later if they want to go to the award ceremony and incur that cost. Yeah, true. Is that what's happening? Like, the, the I don't know. I'm a, the whole awards are still on Sunday. I'm a, I'm assuming. I do. I have questions. Yeah, because <laughs> I have follow-up questions. Anybody who has been to the award ceremony in Kona, it is a to-do. It is very much over the top. Uh, there's no way they're want to want to have the expense of doing it twice. Yes. You know, a women's only and a men's only. So it's they're going to do it. What, what is it? Normally it's on Monday night, uh, two days after, right? Is it? Or is it the no, next it's day? Sunday night. It's the next yeah, it's, night. It's the next night. Yeah. So asking the women to stick around until Monday when the race is Thursday. Meh. Mm-hmm. Meh. Mm-mm. Um, yeah. I also like, is this going to be able to happen? Like the two day format, is it going to be able to happen in Kona? Because like the idea of adding more people to Kona. Right. Right yeah it's like i don't even know how like how it would be safe unless they're going to pedestrianize the whole of alihi for the whole week like i it's already unsafe like how many like i've got several friends including myself who got hit by cars in kona on race week like because well, there's so many bikes vehicles and pedestrians is there accommodation for everybody yeah. i don't <laughs> think so jeez Maybe that's what they're hoping for is that in these places with, because St. George isn't that big. Maybe they're hoping, okay, the women will be there Tuesday to Friday. There might be like a night of overlap between with the men and the women. I don't know what they're thinking. I don't know if they're, the accommodation. They're hoping the women will go home. Yeah. On Friday. <laughs> they And they won't. Like no. maybe for St. George, maybe. Yeah. But in Kona, no. Like everyone's there. Someone was saying it's a shorter week or whatever for um, like the women have to come in earlier during a, um, they call it like during a work week, they would have mm. to be miss more work, which yeah. might be true, but actually the number of people that come to Kona, um, that come to Kona, like just a couple of days before the race is very few. Most people are there from like the Saturday or Sunday before. Yeah. Um, which again, tells you about the demographic of people that can afford to qualify for Kona in the first place. But blah 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll we'll see if anybody so, has strong opinions and wants to share with us we're always yeah. we're always willing to listen like i hate to be the like debbie downer when everybody's celebrating the 50 women Dakota, but like whatever. oh we were it's the bare minimum it's, it really was before they were way below par now they're yeah. like and they're not even at par <laughs> like weak weak yeah um, well, Sarah, we had our menopause summit, um, this yeah. past weekend and I had How'd my team go? here. It, it was amazing. Like I had, um, Lindsay and Ella flew here from Calgary and it's nice that we can be together now. Like the post COVID, yeah. like even just sitting at a table together and working <laughs> just the four of us quietly was very unique. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just like, you know, it made me really reflect on like teams and functional teams like this is a lot of like my learning in the last couple of years is like identify trying to identify people's strengths and help the team like work together and appreciating everyone's skills and you can see like where um we have a team that's like with a lot of different um types so like ellen's like the creative you know and Lindsay's just like get shit done figure shit out you know and then and ella's like 
super organized, keeps everyone on point, like has the, and like they all just bring certain skills and it's amazing. Um, <clears throat> sorry, not to mention like Catherine who ran the whole thing, um, which I'm so grateful for, like, cause now I'm at the point where like, I'm not in charge of all the things all the time. Right. Um, so like Catherine's like, like, I don't even know what's going on half the time with the things that Catherine's running, which is like an amazing place to be where I can just dip in <laughs> to my own business, like at certain touch points without um, having to know all the details. Um, and then Celine, of course, who's like our, like she's the host of Hit Play Not Pause and she hosted kind of through the weekend. And she's the one who like, the speaker is really like our folks who had become her friend throughout the, her friends throughout the year because she interviewed them all on the podcast. Um, so, and then you have all the attendees, like the people there, like in the comment section and like ever all the good juju flowing. Um, so, you know, when it's like, all these challenges, like everything, like all the heavy lifting it takes to, to build a business. And then you're like, Hey, there's 450 women. And we just like, we just educated them. Um, That's so them. awesome. Yeah. I, I just, I, you can't not feel good about that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, congrats. Yeah. I, I know, I know that the whole, you know, shifting to virtual, but this is what the third virtual summit you've done since COVID? Yeah, we did some small ones. So it's like the second yeah. big one. The second big um, one, okay. We did a smaller triathlon one. Yeah, you're right. Where there was like 30 or 40 people at that one, but this is the second like big one. The Women's Performance Summit had, we had 350 people and now this was like 450. Um, which is which is great because you and your team have dialed in the platform. And yeah, so now anybody who attended the summit can go and reference the videos yeah after so the that's fact, a, right that's a great point actually um you and you <laughs> sorry <clears throat> there's something in my throat you as a feisty <laughs> as a feisty podcast host like you have access to all that if you ever want oh cool yeah um so not to make okay. listeners jealous listeners sorry. jealous sorry not sorry <laughs> you just have to become a podcast host <laughs> so, so we like so yeah and the same with the women's performance summit like people can access them until the end of the year um to watch them if you attended but also you can buy them um so we just like keep it open so anyone can just like still go in it's 169 dollars, so it's not like crazy yeah. expensive um and just go in and there's 17 like 17 presentations about everything from like hormones mindset heavy lifting stacy's presentation was amazing um, okay her yeah. and selene have been working on a book a book about menopause that comes out the middle of next year oh nice another book so, yeah so if anybody yeah. read roar and wanted a little more oh oh, oh. <laughs> yeah this book is called next level awesome and it's, it's like menopause for athletes book basically um, very cool yeah. Yeah. So she was like super on point and, and really, um, interesting. Oh, and then Casey Duke, the, um, she's like a fitness trainer to like, to like, uh, celebrities. So she's trained like Denzel Washington, like Lenny Kravitz. Right? And she's like a, what do you call it, a motivator by mm -hmm. nature. Um, and she's like 66 years old and she kept just like nailing these like one-liners that we later repeated <laughs> to each other for the rest of the weekend. I love it. It was so great. Yeah. Does she just slip in like, yeah, when I was training Denzel, 
I said this. She didn't. I wanted her to. Oh. I only knew that because I Googled her. Yeah. Oh, some so celebrity he- gossip. I would have. I wanted to tune in for some celebrity gossip. I would have definitely watched that. But you know what she did though, Sarah? That was awesome. Like, I feel like we should do this on the podcast is instead of, you know, sometimes there's pauses in conversation or a pause we need to think. And a lot of people say, um, right. Instead of when she needed a pause to think about where she was going next, because she was just flowing on camera, you know, she would just throw in like, you are all goddesses. You are queens. <laughs> like, let's let's refocus to feisty. Like she, <laughs> we're thinking. Oh, she'd just go. You'd know that she was having a gap. Like you could sort of tell that she was trying to think of the next thing. But instead of pausing or feeling awkward or anything, she'd be like, "We're keeping it feisty here." <laughs> That's so awesome. Say a random phrase. <laughs> it was so great. Yeah. I don't think my brain can work that quickly. No, I know. But I, know. But I guess it's years of patterning. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure she has those like one-liners, like those motivating one-liners that she probably uses with her clients. Yeah. Right. But like for us, she just changed it to like goddess queen feisty. I love yeah. it. So. Okay. I can see how that entered your, you know, your conversation afterwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She had this story. I'll I'll just throw another one, another couple. She said um, at one point, because her partner was there and he was handing her a water, right? And she's like, she was six, she's sixty six years old, right? And she had already told us that. And she says he's fifty two. <laughs> she goes, and then she goes, I'm just telling you that because I'm proud of myself. <laughs> that is so awesome. <laughs> time she was like listing things she's like again she's like on a roll like you're a goddess you're a queen go after the things you want do a triathlon climb a mountain have a threesome <laughs> just sneaks that in there that was the list just random threesome in the middle of like the whole list <laughs> like okay all right <laughs> so yeah oh man oh she sounds she sounds fun <laughs> Yeah, we, we need more characters like that in triathlon. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Definitely. We can bring Casey over. She's going to do her first triathlon. She lives in New York. And um, we recently made a partnership with uh, Lifetime for their New York oh. try and the Chicago try. So I think, I don't think the ink's dry yet. So like, don't hold me to this. But um, I think we're going to be hosting women's brunches um, at those events. And so we're, word on the street is, wink, wink, insider news. We're going to see if Casey can come and like, speak at our women's brunch oh i love it all right so listeners in new york and chicago yeah hopefully hopefully you get to meet her in person a little casey experience yeah um okay let's take a little break and then we're gonna have a we're gonna have some venting time yeah. if we were writing is a feisty podcast remember to follow us on instagram and facebook at if we were writing and we love hearing from our feisty friends. So please send us a voicemail at sarah at livefeisty.com. That's Sarah without an H. Right. So just grab your phone, record an audio file and email it to me. And we will love it and love you forever. And our regular listeners will know that if we were riding and all things feisty is proudly partnered with Orca Sportswear. For 15% off all items on orca.com, please use the code livefeisty15. And that includes the wetsuits. So good deals all around. All right. (sighs) 
So both of us are kind of rolling. Yeah, I'm rolling up my sleeves. (laughs) It is time to vent. Normally we (sighs) we, normally we finish on a positive thing like why we rock, but today we're going in with the venting. Venting can be positive. I agree. Because, I agree. you know, that's how we bond. And honestly, if we were riding right now, we would be venting some of the time. <laughs> Whether it's a driver or some random other cyclist on the road or whatever happened that day. Yeah. So I'm going to use this opportunity. Okay. Uh, so what makes me really, really fired up these days is... There aren't many places where I can run with a stroller. So I basically do the same loop around essentially my neighborhood um, across the street. And uh, there's this, there are these fields, imagine these soccer fields and there are their signs posted that say no pets allowed. And these people, Every single day, have their dogs out there running around, pooping everywhere, and it drives me absolutely insane because the signs are very clearly posted no pets allowed. They just let the dogs go crazy. And I just want to say something when I'm running, but I don't. And it's very hard because, yeah, I just, it drives me insane. Yeah. It's, isn't that a funny thing? It's like, it's like group behavior. Like once yeah. one person doesn't follow the rules, totally. Like I can see how they ended up in that place where like first thing somebody doesn't follow the rules, and next thing you know, it's like a dog park. <laughs> Basically, it's not kids. Kids play youth soccer there. You know the oh. the college students play sports there. Yeah, it just I'm sure most people pick things up, but that's beyond beside the points. Yeah. There are signs. Read the signs, people. You know you've read them. Just follow them. <laughs> I think you'd get along well in Canada. Like we're like rule followers. Like you know, like like even with like even like in the bigger. I mean, I don't even want to talk about vaccines right now. But in the bigger like picture, like how it was just like we're like seventy two or seventy five percent vaccinated or something. Like, wow, we're rule followers over here. Yeah. <laughs> for better or for worse, right? Because there would be times. There might be times when that. Uh, bites us in the ass but um i don't think i don't know i feel like maybe you should just move up here because we follow the signs or i just i need to i don't know i don't know what i can do i was thinking of way of making those people realize their signs but they know they know they're breaking the rules yeah <laughs> Oh, but yeah, everybody that's... else does it who lives in the area and so they just yeah <sighs> like you said once once it becomes established it's hard to break but i feel like so these these are um these are fields that belong i'm, I'm still going on this by the way yes yeah the, i had a, i had an image i'm gonna share with you in a minute go ahead uh they're owned by the the college these fields and i feel like if they just started handing out tickets and you know, getting, giving people fines for it. Yeah. That sort of behavior cleaned up pretty quick or alternatively they could just build a dog park. Right. Cause there's, there's actually room close by or like a both and solution. Yeah. Like mm. the people with the dogs clearly don't have anywhere else to go. Otherwise they wouldn't. That's a great solution. Um, my other, <laughs> my other question for you is <clears throat> who can you tattle to? Nobody, like, nobody, nobody would care. Nobody no. would care. Like the city, the college, like 
No, because like the the college, uh, like the facilities people drive by in their trucks all the time. They know what's going on. It's been happening for on. years. Ben and I have lived in this house for years. I just because I am limited in my roots with the stroller right now, mm-hmm. I see it all the time and just gets me fired up. <laughs> Sorry, can you hear Rosie laughing? Yeah. Yeah. I, can. <laughs> I just wanted to name that in case, in case people are like, what is happening? Yeah. I have the screaming baby. Well, right. he's he's calm now, and you have a laughing child in the yeah, background. She, she must be playing a game with her friends or something. That's so funny. Um I did tell her I was recording, but she can only remember for so long. That's fine. Okay. I it's funny because when you mentioned venting, yeah. Um, I this is like this episode is like way too much about my life. But anyway, I'm gonna tell this anyway. So before we recorded, because I didn't sleep that much last night, I was I like napped from like three to four, like after I picked Rosie up from school. Yeah. And so like oh. coming yeah, was so coming out of my nap. I had this thought <laughs> about, and this is like my event about like, cause I, I was like processing, I've been processing like some business problems. Right. And so I was like, I thought was like, you know, when like building a business, right. Or even like building anything at all. Right. Like even if you're working on a team to try to be a better athlete, like you still have a, you probably have a coach and a massage therapist and a partner, like whatever. Right. Um, you like, we tend to value time and money like more than we value other things that people might bring to the project right? yeah so i was like oh here's what i'm gonna do this is, i don't know if this is, it is kind of a vent because it was coming from a place of frustration i was like i'm gonna start to list out the things that like that i value that people like bring to the table right that like are outside of like so and i thought i was gonna list like a couple things Right. And I just started listing and then I just had to stop because it was time to come and record with you. Um, so here's what I got so far. You can add to this if you want. So things besides time and money that add value to a project. Ready? I have energy, enthusiasm, focus, dedication, like, you know, like the get shit done, get shit yeah. done is on my list. You know what that means, right? <laughs> Experience, training, intellectual capital, good intentions, passion discernment intuition and that's when i stopped 100 <laughs> percent. the problem is we live in a world that measures and how do you how do you measure something like discipline right you know and it, it totally super valuable stuff mm-hmm. but when it comes down to it we just want an objective way to gauge you know yeah. value yeah i think it's when is. you uh, yeah i think it's when you're like assessing like you might be assessing something internally or assessing someone's value as an individual mm-hmm. in there like what did they bring you know um and they might be i'm just making this up now i'm literally not talking about someone on my team <laughs> just so we're clear <laughs> like but the person might be disorganized right but if they bring like massive value in terms of like something like like intuition, like, or an ability to read the room, like mm. for us with marketing, like if someone can like be, they could be a clusterfuck of the rest of their life. I don't care. But if they come and they're like, here's what we should do. And it's like, if they come up with six magic ideas every week, like that's gold. You know? Totally. Um, well, ideally the strengths of, you know, some of your team will balance out, you know, it's, it, it all works out so that 
the not the I don't want to say their weaknesses, but everybody has different strengths, yeah. and all together just ends up being a cohesive, yeah, dynamic. Totally. Force. And my thought, totally. A cohesive dynamic force is what we are. And my thought was coming more from like partnerships or folks on the outside of my business who like, you know, it's like time and money are not the only, like, are just not the only capital. Right. right. Like it's just plain and simple. I'm sure I'm not the first person to have this thought, but um, anyway, if I kept writing the list, I could write a gazillion things. Yeah. Um. Since I provided solutions for my dog problem, <laughs> how, how do you provide a solution for people undervaluing these characteristics? <laughs> <laughs> you can read that later in my book about business that will come out in 10 years from now. Oh, oh well played. <laughs> I also had, I want to leave this as a final thought okay. because it comes full circle. But as you were talking about, <laughs> as you were talking about the dogs in the park, I was like, I wonder if they can leave babies with buckets and do the dogs knock over the buckets? And what if, <laughs> so like, what if a dog knocks over a baby into a pile of poop? <laughs> like, what will we do? <laughs> I would sue the dog owner. Right. I'm I know there are other people who call them buckets, but I just my, I can't I get can't get past that mental image of just like a standard bucket. A baby and a, a babysitting. I don't know if there are other people who call them buckets. Like that might have just been me. Like my bucket, like my sister-in-law, who's yeah. also a uh, Hawks pediatrician, mm -hmm. she calls it a bucket. A bucket? Okay. So yeah. I'm not the only one. You're not the only one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, thank you for listening to another week of If We Were Writing. And please send us our vents because, yeah, we like to celebrate why we rock, but we also like to vent on this podcast every once in a while. Tell me to stop my town, my crown. We know what it takes to be reaching the top. We reaching the top. We reaching the top. We know what it takes to be reaching the top.